Welcome to Fundraising on the Go, the podcast where we unravel the mysteries of fundraising for startups. I am your host, Otito Dosumu, and I'm thrilled to have you join us today. It's no secret that fundraising can feel like an uphill battle, leaving many entrepreneurs scratching their heads and searching for answers. In fact, did you know that a staggering 38% of failed startups cited funding-related issues as the top reason for their downfall? Yes, you heard that right, a whooping 38%. That's according to a revealing study of over 110 failed startups conducted by CB Insights. But fear not, we're here to guide you through the maze of fundraising challenges. I'm excited to introduce you to the Fundraising on the Go, a podcast brought to you by the Next Level team at PwC Belgium. We are taking it back to the basics to help demystify the fundraising process. Whether you are a startup founder eager to secure that crucial capital or simply someone intrigued by the world of venture capital, this podcast is your compass guiding you through the uncharted waters of fundraising. Today, in this first episode, we are diving headfirst into the very question that keeps many entrepreneurs awake at night. Where can startups find money? So without further ado, let's jump right in. Startups can acquire capital through five different types of funding. Let's kick things off with the first one, grants and subsidies. These are financial injections from state-backed entities or organizations. They are non-repayable and non-dilutive, which sounds amazing, right? However, this path can often be time-consuming shadowed by strict eligibility criteria, and you have to keep in mind that availability of these grants can be influenced by the ever-changing political and economic landscape. Next up is the concept of bootstrapping, where startups fund themselves through their own generated cash flow. While it empowers founders to retain full ownership and control, you also need to be prepared for some trade-offs. Bootstrapping might not provide the rapid growth you are aiming for and it could allow your competitors to catch up with you. There's also a risk that you could lose focus by juggling too many activities, especially if the cash is generated through non-core activities. A third way to finance your startup is financial debt. This involves borrowing from banks or other financial institutions. Banks are usually reluctant to loan money to startups to fund overall businesses especially in an early stage where the risk of failure is high. It can, however, be a lifeline for acquiring assets like machinery or buildings. When choosing to fund through financial debt, high interest rates and the possibility of a high debt capital ratio are factors to consider. Now, let's get into the fourth type of funding we defined, which is convertible loans. These are short-term debts that optionally can be converted into equity, depending on your startup's valuation. It's a short process as there is no extensive discussion on valuation yet. Quite often, convertible loans are used as a bridge financing in the run-up to a next funding round. A convertible loan is often considered as quasi-equity, which can help with your debt capital ratio. It sounds flexible, but there's a catch. If the terms of your convertible are too favorable, potential investors in a later round might shy away. 
so it's a bit of a balancing act. Last but definitely not the least, we have equity investments. This is when external investors, investors inject money into your startup in exchange for ownership or shares. It's a powerful move, but it comes with a cost. You'll have to give up a piece of ownership in order to get this amount of equity. It's also a relatively long process and it can be difficult to attract the right kind of investors. The upside, you gain not only capital that you don't have to reimburse, but you also receive valuable expertise and an expanded network. So, there you have it, a breakdown of the main funding options for startups. Each path has its own set of advantages and challenges, and the right choice depends on your startup's goals and needs. Most successful entrepreneurs determine the most optimal source of funding, taking into account a variety of factors such as growth stage, environment, company goals, etc. For example, it is not unusual for medical device startups to rely significantly on grants and subsidies earlier in their life cycle because of large investments in product development. On the other hand, a lot of software-as-a-service companies look at equity investors quite early on to fund their growth. As from a certain stage, the main funding source for startups usually tends to be equity. We also want to mention that selecting one type of funding doesn't exclude another one. Even more so, a lot of startup founders combine several types of funding to spread the risk. Also, potential investors might use the grant of a subsidy as a criteria to invest in your startup. In the following part of this fundraising episode, we will dive deeper into the realm of equity investments a pivotal avenue for funding that has helped drive growth and success for countless startups. We will unravel the various types of equity investors, their roles, expectations, and the dynamics of equity-based funding. We have identified seven types of investors that can provide startups with the equity financing they need. Friends and family, crowdfunding, incubators or accelerators, business angels, venture capitalists, corporate venture capitals, and private equity. While different types of investors are available to startups, the main investors this episode would focus on are business angels, venture capital funds, and corporate venture capital funds. Because they make up the largest portion of the entire range of venture capital investments in Europe today. Let's start with business angels. These are high net worth individuals who are not only successful entrepreneurs themselves, but also willing to invest their own money in promising startups. Picture them as seasoned mentors with a vested interest. They are here to guide and advise, not to take over the, not to take over the driver's seat. Business angels offer more than just funds. They bring valuable networks, strategies, and experiences especially if they have thrived in the same industry as your startup. Selecting the right business angel is vital as they usually take, a, take around 10% to 20% stake in your business. Investment capacity of business angels usually ranges from 10,000 euros to up to a million euros. 
Next up, we have venture capital funds or VCs for short. These funds are the heavy hitters in the startup financing world. Unlike business angels, VCs invest money pooled from various investors known as limited partners. Their investment process is structured and thorough, and they are often the primary source of capital for startups. A VC's involvement can be a game changer as they provide significant funds to fuel your growth for 12 to 18 months and offer invaluable industry experience. Be prepared for a more metric-driven approach, though as VCs focus keenly on financial performance and growth, VCs typically seek 15% to 10% stake in your company. And their investment capacity usually ranges from 500,000 euros up to 50 million euros. Corporate Venture Capital Funds, or CVCs for short, is a fascinating twist in this landscape. Large corporations realizing the need to innovate invest directly in startups or via a dedicated investment arm. CVCs have a broader perspective, looking for both strategic and financial returns. They can be a fountain of knowledge, bringing operational expertise, market insights and an extensive network to the table. But there's also a catch. Startups aligning with CVCs should consider potential complexities like intellectual property rights or relationships with competitors. CVCs tend to take a stake ranging from 15% up to 50%, and their investment capacity ranges from 500,000 euros to above 50 million euros. As we conclude this episode of Fundraising on the Go, we hope you've gained valuable insights into the diverse world of startup funding. Remember, the path to securing funding might seem challenging, but armed with knowledge and a strategic approach, you can navigate through the obstacles and make the right decisions for your venture. In our upcoming episode, titled How Are VCs Funds Organized? We'll dive deep into the inner workings of these investment powerhouses, from limited partners to general partners, will unravel the intricate structure of VC funds and help you decode the mechanisms that drive startup financing. So, stay tuned for more valuable insights, expert guidance, and real-world examples that will keep you on the path to fundraising success. Remember, understanding the game of fundraising is your key to conquering it. See you in the next episode.